Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Triforce podcast. Oh, oh. oh it's, it's been a little while. Been oh. Last week, uh, I was every, up and ready, but PFLAX didn't realise we were doing it, so he was streaming. Sorry. And Sips was up till 3am streaming last night for some obscure reason, and he only just woke up now, so he's a bit of a zombie. Yeah. What a, what a mess. Perian's been busy, 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 busy. I'm so sorry. far, I've been I'm away. Yeah, we've Perian all been celebrated away. a birthday, actually. I, I don't did. know if you're aware, but he's now um, 25 years old so oh, no. No congratulations flag thank you thank birthday. you congratulations getting over that hump yeah, yeah the mid-20s hump <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> the mid-20s lull they call that's it that's the yeah. lull yeah what what a hump it was what a hump so, it yeah was. happy birthday if that's actually true it, well, well um, it, it was last week i think it was on thursday when we were meant to it do the it was thursday last, yeah it was thursday last week he so decided oh, to treat himself to a birthday stream and stuff birthday streaming <laughs> yeah you two have been streaming like like no one's business. It's been it's been ridiculous. You I love guys it. like have been hitting I, it yeah. like so hard. I, I, I hit it, it so hard. I got a green screen and a, and a new light. Like I, I went I went all out. Fuck. Trying to go professional. Yeah, nice. You've done that. You've got yeah, the I've green done that, screen. Yeah. But I have I have no room in my office, so it's super cramped in here now with the green screen right. and the light. Um, but yeah, it's good. The next thing I want to get is some cool transitions. Because yes. my buddy, you know Munticus, right? So my buddy Munt, um, he uh, he's, he streams. He's got these cool transition effects and videos and stuff. And I was like, oh shit, I gotta get that. Are you gonna do like Doctor Disrespect and have like a room that you go to and you can dance Which around when you, when you do oh. a win and stuff like that? Oh man, no, because I'd never use it. But oh. what I am gonna get is, um, you know, the old Batman. I want to get yeah. one like that, but with my face. So oh, zooming nice. out, which I think would be funny. I've, I've, I've messaged Sam to see if he can help me out. Uh, you won't need to now. Anyone listening to this next week or whatever is probably like on it straight away, like making <laughs> one for you. So you're going to be all be... set. It'll be all set. Yeah, there'll be a thread on Reddit with uh, people just making stuff. That'll no. be that's that's what it's like. You know, you just source it from from your audience. Well, that's right. yeah, but I, I don't want to do it. I want I want to pay people. Like I don't want to. I don't want free labor is is wrong. I don't know. I got a lot of time for free labor. I think it's great. Yeah, you guys are <laughs> part of the problem. Why do you think he's got kids? Oh, hang on, you've got kids as well. Yeah, yes. exactly. You got older you kids to, too. They can you do put more. them to work all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, they probably know actually how to sew a wallet. Mine don't. Bring yet. me my slippers and pipe. I do get them uh, to pass me things. I realize that's get why. Get down that cold mine that coal isn't gonna mine itself this stitching is too far apart our customers will be furious <laughs> nobody will buy these soccer balls you ingrates exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck I've been away to LA and San Francisco where I, I met Jeff Goldblum oh um, that's right yeah you got to meet him man. Did, did he throw up on a donut while you were talking to him at all or those are my lasting <laughs> impressions of Jeff Goldblum that's all I can see every time Threw the guy's name donut. is mentioned yeah oh in the fly yeah, he, god yeah that was very strange he, was he seemed very, like an unusual fellow I, he was but I think anyone kind of anyone of his kind of fame yeah. just being like there for six hours just having to talk to weird fans for 15 minutes of a piece you know kind of by contract you know he's obviously sort of these standard Hollywood contracts where it's like 
Yeah, Jeff, we're going to uh, pay you, but we're going to need you to do a day of promotion. Is that all right? It's like, oh, I guess. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> oh, yes. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, so he sat there going slowly mad with all these people asking him dumb, dumb questions the whole time. But no, he was like super, super nice about it. Well, you know, that's it wasn't... good. Some of them are awkward. You know, some of them when they have to do the paid promotional stuff, they're just kind of awkward people to begin with. And there's lots of like long silences or they just won't answer certain Bruce questions. Bruce Willis and stuff. is very bad at that. Uh, there are lots of videos of Bruce Willis refusing to answer questions. Sean Robert Penn, De Niro, too. De Niro, Robert De Niro yeah, was pretty guys. bad. With, the thing is, that. That I, what I don't understand is they surely have to understand it's part of the gig because you've got to promote things if you're working on them. Otherwise, what's the point? You can't just do the work and be like, fuck the fucking stupid movie. I don't fucking care if you're watching I me. think it's like, a, it's like a street cred thing, though. It's like an X Factor thing. I think they kind of do it a bit on purpose to, to seem like more mysterious and, and aloof and stuff, you know? Like, they think that people or certain people will think that they're cooler because they do that. Maybe. For instance, I would be that way because, you know, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> A I'm famous, like Bruce Willis dickhead. in so many ways. So <laughs> bold, <laughs> an action hero. Yeah, yeah, right. balding. Yeah, or almost. Oh, I forgot you have hair. I always think of you as a, a fellow baldman because you're a fellow dad. But you're right, we differ in that respect. Not really, though. Like I'm, I'm starting to like, I'm starting to lose it all, all over again. It's such so. a traumatic experience. You know, you just go in the shower and it's all in your hands. You're like, what? Mother nature, mother, mother nature is just fucking me so hard. Also, Weezer. I don't know if you've ever seen Weezer interviewed before. Like, uh, I know they're, they're musicians, but again, really awkward responses to questions. Mm. Long, long, awkward silences. Right. Worth watching, though. It's very funny. Like that. I think they, again, I think they kind of do it on purpose, but it's it it's pretty entertaining, like in itself. There is a there is a very funny YouTube interview with. Uh Billy Bob Thornton, because you know, you know, he's an actor, right? But he also, like a lot of these stupid actors, he decides to be a musician as well, even though they're very bad. So there's yes. an interview. Well, this is what Jeff was saying. He kept talking about his jazz band the whole fucking time. Yeah, they love. He's it. like, you gotta, you gotta come and see me play jazz. I'm not really an actor, you know. I, I really play jazz. Nice. <laughs> That's what I do. I, I think it's because it's their thing, and it's like new. So if you've got, if you're an actor, I guess, if you're not filming a movie, you've got a lot of spare time. So, I mean, I know that some actors like uh, Steve Martin, he's a very, very accomplished banjo picker, right? Like yeah, very, right, very yeah. good. Acting's yeah. what I do, but music's what I love. Yeah, that seems to be the attitude. I mean, J Jared Leto's got a band, I think. Steven yeah, Seagal. Everyone. Steven Seagal has like a whole <laughs> yeah. fucking menagerie of, of, of song genres and, and styles. Like, it's I Joe think he's Pesci. got... As Joe well. Pesci's got yeah. an album. Yeah, that's that's. But like it also an old is one. a very American thing, though, right? With regard to the way they are trained, right? So, so American sort of actor training takes into account all of this stuff: dancing, yeah, singing, the whole, the whole yeah. shebang. Yeah. Whereas English actor training, you don't tend to see many English actors necessarily become musicians. But maybe you do. Maybe there are more. Well, than I think like. I think in America you're more sort of destined for things like Broadway and stuff. Whereas in England, you you might end up in theater and stuff like that. You know. What I mean like I think it's I think it's a different culture in that sense do you reckon it's 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 like a kind of just I mean because even what was his name Christopher Lee was in like that that heavy metal outfit wasn't he or whatever where he did death metal am I getting very mixed up was here, that maybe, on but... um, Eurovision the guys that dressed up as as orcs <laughs> 
Uh, well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm more thinking, do they get invited to do stuff? He was like, he was like their road stuff? manager. <laughs> and it's an easy one to say yes to. You know, do, do you reckon that that's it? Or do you reckon that they actually... But then again, there's like it's, a, it's an artistic thing as well. You see tons of, of famous people doing art and, and selling Jim it Carrey's on. Like, it's just, just George... Yeah. George Bush do some stupid yeah, art. Yeah, he does painting. Well, actually, his were like pretty good. I think George Bush, um, which senior or or, or George Junior, w? w W Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, think he's done some. I seem to think he, that he did was either some line dancing or maybe he was in a band or something as well. <laughs> I'm pretty I mean, sure. Bill Clinton played the saxophone, of course. That's right. Yeah. Every, lots of people have a second sort of skill, right? But I think for most people, what would just be an amateur. Thing like I, you know, I've got mates who play musical instruments, and they're they're okay, but they're they're not in a band. They're never going to be famous. But if you say Joe Pesci wants to record a record, people are like, well, we can sell that. It doesn't need to be very good. <clears throat> so the barrier to entry for them is lower by dint of their fame. I don't think it necessarily translates into them having any talent. Yeah, I guess that's why these guys are big time, and I'm not because like I'm thinking about it right now. I can't think of anything that I'm I'm like actually even decent at. No, I'm not even good at video games, and that's all I do. I know, same more exactly. So I mean, I'm I'm, I'm awful at everything I do. Like I'm I'm just a ha- ham hand ham handed. You can't even dumbass. say ham handed. That's how ham handed. It you it's can't like, even speak. I can't. I burned everything I try and cook. I mean, even when I did chemistry, I fucking fucked up everything I tried to make in a chemistry lab. I mean, yeah. I pretend that I wasn't absolutely awful for you know, just in case I one day have to find a job in it again. But no, I was <laughs> I was trash. Like I've 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 been trying to paint little miniatures, and I'm the fucking I'm like cack-handed as heck like I tried I was I'm at home doing I do some like painting and stuff right and honestly your kid Sips who is five now has way more talent than I do at like drawing correction stuff. he's actually six now is he six now Holy that's shit. probably why he's way better at drawing yeah I that, see that, that one year makes a huge difference congrats like, he ages so fast uh, oh yeah, my god like every six, year yeah. it's crazy I sent him a, a a letter with a bit of my draw. I, I drew something in it. Yeah, Did you, yeah, yeah. It? We got it. I, I haven't seen it. I remember. I remember the the letter coming through and him being excited, but I didn't actually see it was inside. So hopefully, not cutouts from a Playboy or anything yet. He's still oh, young. Oh shit, shit! Was I not supposed? To? No, I, I, come no, on, that was the one I sent for you. That's the one I sent for you. Plus, I saw. Lewis. I saw some of these. I saw some of the Playboys and I was like, Sips were like these. I <laughs> saw Playboys while I was away. I, saw, I remember. Yeah, I've been uh, all around the world and I bought many Playboys in my travels. I, I saw a Playboy when I was about seven years old. At my friend's uh, my friend's house, his dad just had one in the bathroom, which is a classy yeah. move, I think. Um, that's when you've a, got very, that's a very 80s thing, though. I'm very, pretty, sure, I'm pretty yeah. sure anyone who was born in the early 80s saw a Playboy For before sure. the age of 10. Like yeah. They were laying around everywhere back then. It was then. unbelievable. I couldn't, everybody, I couldn't believe Everybody was, was a manual worker that didn't respect their wives and they just left playboys <laughs> lying around everywhere in the 80s that's what we grew up with but so. if i if i was in playboy i'd be terrible if i had to write for playboy i'd be terrible i feel like everything i try and put my hand to i would be terrible at you, you've written down yourself I think, lewis i think yeah. i'd be a pretty good playboy i don't writer. care i'm i'm used to right, it but now, i just but want to point out she something she gently caressed his red hot love pump Oof. I'm intrigued. Tell me more. Well, think about this, Lewis. Are you in the office right now where you are? Yes, yes, I am. You're yeah, in the I'm office. Stood here. So stood. I've got a look around desk. that office, right? And you tell yeah. me that you're not good at something, my friend. Because you've managed to put that shit together, huh? I'm currently looking around, right? And I've got fucking like ten unpainted Warhammer models, which I gave up on painting because I was like so embarrassed how bad I was. I've got <laughs> right. a box full of dice that I was planning on 
casting into resin that I gave up on because I don't know how to do it. And I tried to follow a thing and I just ended up like like scraping the layer off my table. And then, you know, I, I was like, I was doing some painting and everything I, I did, I sort of hated. And, and so I don't know, I'm like, I'm just a bit, I'm not down on myself. I'm just like, I feel like I'm looking at my hands. And I'm like, these hands, they just don't do what I want them to do. I want to just be able to do stuff like it's the internet, you know, or like I've got some... Maybe I just need to follow more YouTube tutorials. You, that, you, that should, be... you should be down on yourself for the simple fact that those are some nerdy ass endeavors. Like you should, <laughs> you need to broaden your horizons. Seriously, you got to get out well, of that. I, rock. My goal, sorry, wasn't to bench press a hundred pounds. No, whatever. not even that. Maybe, just like, maybe I should do that. Maybe just that'll be my next one. That's not that heavy. Go see a go see a live music show, Lewis. That's what you need. That's the spice that you need in your life right now. Go and see a, a live musical band. What was the last live musical band you went to see? Uh, what was I? Oh, probably. Oh, I don't know. Hang on, I'm just looking up bench pressing 100 pounds. How long does it take to learn to bench press 100 pounds? I think it's pretty. I don't think 100 not, pounds is that much, honestly. You don't have to learn. You just got to work your way up to it. It's all, it's what your muscles can handle, right? You don't want to. Two to you, three months, it says. You don't want to overbench. Maybe I maybe I've forgotten how much 100 pounds weighs. Quite a lot. It's like the goal of like. It's like one of the goals of huh. where you know you've like reached like a kind of decent. Does thinking about it now it does sound like, quite like, like muscle mass? It's like mass. a tenth of your mother's weight. Yeah. <laughs> Can you bench press your mother? <laughs> Such a cheap shot. I know. <laughs> your mom. Your mom. <laughs> Fucking retard. Oh, man. So, no, George Bush's art has been praised by an art critic as being surprisingly sophisticated and warm. Right. So he put out a book. This happened relatively recently, and I heard about it, and I just thought, Damn, what a guy. You know, and it's weird that, that nowadays we think of George Bush as quite a nice fella, you know? Yeah, he was like the, he was, he was the bit... enemy of uh, of a lot of, you know, he was like seen yeah. as like, oh, well, look at this moron. But now, I mean, holy moly, by comparison, the guy was like by comparison. A, a president. He was like an angel. He was an actual president, for Christ's why sake. Do we, why do we, this guy condemned people to death as well, right? Like, I know he didn't actually kill them himself, but he did sort of sign off to say, yes, kill these people. He, he went off and strangled them one by one. Well, he might as well have, you know. <laughs> and he was painting in the other the hand while he could, did so. Do you, like, do you reckon he has the power to actually get in there and, and fucking He's got very small hands. Yeah, so have you, seen, have you watched House around. of Cards yet? Yeah, I'm, I'm, no. I've, I've stopped on the most recent series because it started getting boring. Every episode yeah. was getting very same. So what, sorry, is there a new series is there that came out when? No, no, I just like uh, on the topic of presidents strangling people and stuff. Like that, that show oh, covers oh, oh, all oh. of that. That was they are uh, doing a, a very shocking They did scene. say they were going to do a, a sixth season without Spacey. Yeah, no Spacey. Because, you yeah, know. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Honestly, I think like I'm done with that show if that's yeah, the case. Yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> I, I I can't handle the um the break in immersion or like the the change of pace. I don't think the other actors are are good enough to carry it either. It is Agreed. like it's like carrying on Taggart without Taggart. Yeah, yeah, Taggart without Taggart is weird. Like Morse carried on without Morse, didn't it? They it's were just like, like Bergerac yeah, without well, they Bergerac. It Lewis. Imagine that. Exactly. Fuck. Or Midsummer Murders without Bergerac. Bergerac. Yeah. yeah. God damn! I'm up for just a, something new. I mean, they don't need to try and carry on making it. It's like it was, it was, it was all right. I've been, oh, I've been you. going hard on TV recently. I've watched, I've caught up with Vikings, all of Vikings, which I thought was yes. amazing. It was so good. It was good, and um, and I also that. just finished watching season one of Westworld, which wow. I went into knowing nothing, nothing about. 
I didn't know a thing about the show. I didn't know what You're it was. You're quite late on that one because that was that was good. That was quite a while ago. Yeah, as well. I enjoyed it. I, it about halfway through, I I, I I lost interest a bit, and I thought it was a bit dumb. Hmm. And then it sort of picked up again, sort of like episode. It was seven. too many episodes, but I, yeah, it, because the nature of it is very repetitive, as you find out when you watch it. Why? But it's yeah. like, I don't need this. Like, there were three or four episodes they could have done without. I watched a show called The Sinner on Netflix. Um, right. Yes, I watched that. I've very, very good. It. I enjoyed it a lot. It was, it was a good. good, a good mystery the kind Sinner. of The Sinner, okay. I might save that one. We got a trip coming up at the end of the month, so... It's only eight I... episodes. And so they're tight episodes, good characters, great acting. And I was I like, this it. is what I want. Like, I don't want yeah. 23 episodes where most of it is filler. It's just boring. Yeah. I liked uh, Mindhunter. That was great. Yeah, that was, that good. was, really that good. was good. Mindhunter was really good. There's a lot of good stuff. Honestly, like sometimes it's difficult to, to find. True Detective Season 1 was awesome as well. Yes, Holy True shit. Detective Season 1 was fantastic. What a show. So so, so let's talk about w- w- the trips we've had and um, the things we've been okay. away and done. Because okay. okay. yeah. you've been away again, haven't you, PFLAX, somewhere? Yeah. Where did you go? Uh, I, went to, I went to Stockholm um, for uh, Dream League. Which is a Dota tournament. I went out there. That was a lot of fun. I loved. Did you cast it? Uh, no, I was the co the co-host. So Shiva was the, the host, and I was the co co-host, the Coco host. Yes. Um, uh, and yeah, that was a lot of fun. I mean, Dream League is it's a really nice to- you know tournament. It's very relaxed. It was a lot of fun. And so you were on the main desk, were you, with with Shiva, just kind of introducing the games? Sheeps had the desk, and then I was on the couch. I was like the Andy Richter to her Conan O'Brien. For anyone okay. that knows that show, right? right? So yes, I was like, perfect analogy. Yeah, I, I was that isn't guy. he like kind of bald? I bald, yeah, and uh, uh, you know, a little chubby, and he's very tall and thin, so it was like perfect combo. Um, so uh, so that was what I did. I was there for like a week, which was great. I got terrible food poisoning one day, but I, that was oh, fine. So I missed I missed a whole just day. for a day. Yeah, it was literally. Bro, you're lucky. I, I was uh, I went out to eat. I came back to the hotel. I watched the movie. Um, God, what's it called? It's got uh, Natalie Portman in. Annihilation, it's called. Black Swan. Not Black Swan, Annihilation. Annihilation. It's good, it's good. Um, Is it good? Okay, I heard mixed things. It's good, it's good, I enjoyed it. That's on Netflix, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started getting horribly sick right then and there. Like, I was like, I felt, oh God, I don't feel right. So yeah, so I was 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 violently ill for several hours, and I would try to go to sleep and wake up again and be sick, and I was like, this is the worst thing. Uh, So I... um, I called it a day. So you missed a day. Yeah, of, I missed the whole um, day. But I was fine oh, no. after that. But yeah, but it was okay. Um, so what did they do? How did they replace they just, they you? Did they just, they just put yes, a they... blow-up doll on the seat? And just sort of they had a coconut line around. around it. They just stuck they, that down. They made, a, yeah. they made a Muppet version of you like they yeah. did that one time. That... <laughs> yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Well, it's, I, liked, I liked day two. It was really funny yeah, and great. great. But that guy they brought in on day three, I don't know about <laughs> it. He looked a bit, a bit peaky around the gills. It was, uh, so I did that, and then my dad's over um, from Florida for the week. Uh, so we've been hanging out, and we're going to go into London today Ooh. for my special big meeting. What do you mean, I, special big meeting? I have a big meeting. meeting. You always tell us about these big meetings, these big old big shot things that old <laughs> yeah. big old P Flax is doing. Flax, <laughs> only right? Lewis and is allowed to be a big to be shot, okay? Some crappy quiz show with Toby Wan and Stretch and Slacks and Mousy or whatever. And you're like, oh, big fucking whoop. You know, I, big I, deal. Oh, big ball of big balls, P Flax. <laughs> fucking having his big meetings. He's got big wanna, balls, baby. Do you want to hear about the meeting? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd love to. So, uh, if, we're, if we're allowed to hear. Yeah, no, it's, it's, um, um, it's with the, I'm meeting some, some people at the government who are in charge of digital stuff. Right. And Fuck me. They want to okay. understand how to make esports better in the UK, because we've got of course they we've do. got two big esports events coming this year 
uh, one in Birmingham in May, the, the the first Dota major in the UK, which is going to be fantastic. I'm going to that, and then in Birmingham, in Birmingham, yeah, which is which is a really good choice for a number of reasons, mainly because London didn't give a shit. When they asked London, like they, you know, the, the people of not the people of London, not like a street poll, but like whoever's in charge, you know, the, the mayor and all his, his cronies or whatever. Right. They were like, whatever. Whereas when they asked the mayor of Birmingham, he was like, holy shit. And he did like this big announcement. He was like, first we got the Commonwealth Games, and now we've got this Dota Major. Birmingham is on the way up. Oh my God. Like they were super hyped. And the arena that they've got is fucking huge, absolutely massive. They sold, nice. it was the fastest selling ESL event, all the rest of it. Like the UK market is super hungry for us to actually have some events. So that's good. So I'm going to that. So are the government going to pay you for this consultation? No, no, no. I mean, the the, the thing is, the guy doing oh, it is a friend flex. of mine. The, the guy in charge of are it is a friend it, of mine. you doing it like the Ritz? No, no, no. This is, is going to be I'm going, over that, I'm going to the, the government offices, like uh, Parliament Street and all the rest of it. Like, oh, flex. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I'm going down gotta, there to meet gotta with them. you got to say that you're not going to be part of their system unless they pay you. <laughs> we live in a capitalist society, Flex. Look, you know, this is this is a day you could be streaming. This is This is for the good of my people. British esports fans and okay. we, yeah, we've but what had... about the good of your bank account as well though like time is money friend. <laughs> uh, you know what this is why you don't get the big meetings lads. that's true you know it's true so I, me, me I... and Sips are off to a very big meeting oh really <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah Flax it's a bigger meeting <laughs> yeah, than yours exactly. actually it's much bigger and, and it's going to be much more interesting as well well I think I think we can we could so we can match this so basically I don't know if we I can went... Lewis it is actually okay. meant to be top secret all we can tell you Flax you could put two or two together is that we've been invited to Seattle for eight days okay oh I know what this yeah. is then yeah so I was at GDC with Terps and we went off for a week and the whole point really was just that I was already in America GDC's a lot of fun mm. um, and, and I was looking forward to just seeing a few games but also saying thank you to a lot of people who gave their games to the Jingle Jam and also tell people about the Jingle Jam that's kind of the whole the whole point just to drum up a bit of and did you get PR. paid for this? I think I think we will though through like I'm only in joking. the end. Go on. Uh, we spoke to a lot of people and occasionally people would just sort of book meetings with us. And there was this one meeting from this group um, and this guy who who was speaking to us. And I realised he was only speaking to me because he was a massive fucking Sips fan. Oh, and he was like baby. he was like seek, but it, but it, he was very subtle about it, very secretive. Right. You know, he was like, so do you? Do you get to hang out with Sips much? Kind of thing, like, do you know what I mean? Like, like stuff like this. Super gushy Sips fan. And, and I realised that he was, like, just... Um, anyway, we, 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 we had a nice chat. He was very, very, very smart. And, um, well, maybe we'll talk about it on a future podcast when we get back. But certainly we're heading out to Seattle mm. um, to to meet a, a games company mm, yeah. and talk to them about their upcoming games, which actually, PFAX, Microsoft you, know you Game probably Studios. already fucking know about all of the games from Microsoft Game Studios because you get to hang out with all these guys on a fucking weekly basis anyway. Wait, and it's probably Microsoft? nothing special to you. No, yeah, Microsoft not... Game Studios. Oh, that's right. I thought it was a good, um, the good games company in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it is. I don't even think Microsoft Game Studios are based in Seattle, are they? <laughs> I don't even anyway, know they exist, do they? Well, who knows? They, they, maybe that's... Who knows? Yeah, so we're so going no, to met, see met, a, a Seattle-based games um, developer, publisher, self-publisher. They also own a really, really popular uh, digital distribution platform mm. as well. So We're already friends. I mean, GOG, yeah, they're good guys. They they opened up, um, yeah. they came over. Anyway, look, let's let's move on from that. So GDC in San Francisco, I had a few things I wanted to say about it. Um, 
So, so it was a strange event for you guys, if you don't know and didn't watch like the vlog where I talked a bit about it. Nothing happens in the convention centre. It is like a big convention centre with all of the, the stands and stalls and, and show-off things, a little bit like a mini E3 kind of right. thing where, you know, it's a lot of adverts in there. A lot of people, you know, it feels like a, almost like it's got this consumery section to it with where you can literally, there's kids playing Fortnite in the middle of it, you know, right. uh, a big section of that. And there's, there's because Fortnite is the new the new kids game, by the way, it's the new Minecraft, just FYI, if no one's watched out there. But the Fortnite's going to keep to the moon. It's huge. It's going to be in the next, massive thing just just saying um should i gonna was, start was, playing that now it was it you've already missed the boat it's too it's gone you oh. know ninjas already already covered that anyway but dr disrespect's gonna be changing over to um to fortnite uh, oh wow because you know wow the new one. how do you know That's all this not true this is bollocks oh. i made that up um <laughs> could you imagine i think he could pull it off honestly anyway people aren't watching um, for the game they're watching what, for what, the guy what, what are you actually talking about right now i'm lost so 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 gdc is this big event and we go and all but no one wants to pay for floor space at GDC because it's super expensive right. so instead they rent out a hotel room nearby and you go to the hotel room and they've got like some snacks in there and you sit on the bed and they've got like a Nintendo Switch plugged into the TV of the hotel room and they show you their game that they're making right um, and some of them are really cool and some of them are really interesting and some of them are rubbish and you have to sit there for an hour while they tell you about their terrible fucking game yeah. and you're like oh god they're the nicest people and they know that this game is a fucking garbage and we're never gonna play it and we're completely the wrong audience but oh thank god there's like a fucking beer I that they to, brought I, from I, the country I, they came from or whatever i went to gamescom one year and uh paradox had a similar setup where they didn't want to get floor space or they couldn't get floor space at gamescom so they just basically had like a whole floor of a hotel booked out nearby and we had to drive mm. over there then it was the same like i think we were looking at um cities in motion at the time cities right. in motion 2 was coming out and uh europa universalis 4 was coming out and they were demoing them and we were just yeah. sitting in this hotel room on a bed with like five or six developers and watch watching these games and it was kind of it's weird so actually. ghetto it's like kind of, so, sometimes it's very you strange honestly... being in a hotel room with more than just like yourself or like your <laughs> yeah it is it is and it's it's slightly creepy too yeah. like sometimes you go to this darkened hotel room down the end of a corridor that's really dingy and there'd be like two creepy old men sat in the corner you know and then like three other men like they're kind of hanging around and it's like this is quite there's always there's a, a lot dude of men in this room sitting next to a very bright light drinking like a coke or something you know exactly <laughs> in the corner yeah yeah also I, I always find in those kind of situations you'll sit on a chair and someone you don't know very well will perch on the arm of the chair awkwardly yeah, yes that too, yeah. so desperate for a place to sit Yes. Uh, it, that's super awkward. I always just say, oh, here, please sit down and try and get out of there yeah. as quick as possible. It's, it's... Or, 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 or you come into the room and they've clearly been sitting in the chair and they're like, oh, go on, you take the chair. And I'm like, well, how old do you oh, think thanks, I, I am? Guess. That's... And then they get, because there's only like two chairs yeah. in this fucking room. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. It, that was, it was such a surreal experience, though, um, doing that. But looking back now, too, I, I didn't fully appreciate it because I wasn't massively into paradox games back then so when they invited us i was like uh, you know i'd heard of a couple of grand strategy games but i never played any of them right so so for me paradox wasn't you know this you know like a big sort of um like highlight on my radar or right, anything. Right. you know it was just like yeah okay sure i'll, I'll go to that like cities in motion 2 seems kind of cool sort of thing 
And now, and now, like if they were, if they, if if they would have given me like that access and invited me today, I would be shitting my pants. Like because <laughs> like I really like all of their games now, yeah. and I play play them all quite a bit. So it'd be like a totally different experience. But I mean, that was back in like 2011, I think 2012. God, yeah, quite a long time ago. So so GDC, right? So it's in San Francisco now. We we went there. Me and Simon went there back in. I think it was a long time ago. I think back in like 2011 or so or maybe maybe i can't remember and also i went with duncan and shin and i and uh or might not have been anyway certainly a bunch of us we walked around san francisco we made a vlog of it back on the day and i can't really even remember where that that vlog is anyway there was this this moment where we are walking across the road to g to the to the conference center and there's this crazy homeless guy there like yelling like nuts crazy the craziest stuff like the most the most racist stuff and the most anti-religious, but also religious stuff. You know, it's like it's like he's contradicting himself in the same sentence. Did you point that out to him? Well, no, of course I didn't, because he's he's insane. Um, and excuse and, me, like, sir. You know, excuse me, but you've contradicted yourself there, my good fellow. Now, but everyone, <laughs> everyone there is just so he's just. There's this whole crowd of. of I remember this because it was just, it's exactly the same thing happened to me this year. Like, there's a huge crowd of nerds and us and terps, and we got the camera out and we're thinking about vlogging and stuff. And there's other people doing it around us, and then we're all waiting for this big crossing to happen and while this while we're all happening it's the same i reckon it's the same crazy homeless oh, guy yeah. yelling the same craziest shit except even worse this year you know just about like the worst stuff you can possibly imagine <laughs> just 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 and we we walk across and, and i wanted to mention this really in the travels podcast because it's been it's been burning a hole okay. in my memory right like just how much worse the homeless problem is from, oh, it's disastrous in America. From 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 back when we saw it in. I mean, it was well, bad. It's always been bad in, in San Francisco. Is this in relation to the Trump administration? Is this what you're saying? You think it's worse I now? I don't think it's anything to do with that. I just don't know what it's to do with. But I just I don't know who it's who's responsible. I'm just I just feel like I wanted to bring it up because like it was it was it was weird and unexpected. And I think like so so the first thing that happened to me was that I got to San Francisco and I was on my own. And there's a couple of homeless guys in Bristol that I walk past kind of a couple of times a day, right? So and they're always in their same sort of spots usually. And some of them are, a couple of them got, obviously a couple of them, they changes from time to time. Um, but there's a couple of like big issue sellers. And I've bought the big issue and get off this guy a couple of times because I just sometimes actually have change in my pocket. But mostly I don't. Anyway, I nod to them every morning. I'm polite. And I, I'm always like, the funny thing is that when I walk past homeless people in England, anyway, I'm I'm always going to acknowledge them, right? I'm always going to be like, hey, sorry, friend, I don't have any change or right. like morning or whatever, like something polite to acknowledge that they're there, right? Especially if they talk to me. If they say, you know, have you got any change? I say no, right? I'm always, I'm never going to like just blankly walk past right. a, a homeless in guy, America, right? Because that's just... Yeah, there's no Whereas in America, yeah. I fucked up by doing that, mm. right? Badly. The first guy that that talked to me, like he, he came up to me. Basically, I was about to walk across this crossing, and this homeless guy came up to me, and he put his hand on my shoulder and said, "Don't do that." And I was like, "Oh, how how are you doing?" And I turned around, kind of thing. He was basically wearing like a brand. It was, he was clearly a homeless guy because his face was all like, like fucked all up homelessy. and tired yeah. and yeah. like homelessy and dirty. And but he had brand new clothes on, right? Like a brand and he, like. A brand new hat with the sticker on it, you know, yeah. uh, like a b- baseball cap, brand new T-shirt, like brand new jacket, like brand new trousers, brand new trainers. I was like, oh, nice trainers. And and he like as a, as a kind of just a notice. And he was like, 
oh, you don't want to see my feet under these, mate. And I was like, <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um, anyway, and, and so the kind, kind of the call, I was like, you know, I haven't got any change. I'm sorry. And he's like, well, I don't need you to give me some change. I just need you to buy me some chicken. I really like this chicken. And I was like, what do you mean? And he sort of points down the street and he's like, there's a KFC down here. You know, can you can you buy me some chicken then if you haven't got any change? And I'm like, well, I'd love to help, mate, but I'm I'm not going to go and walk down that weird alleyway with you and go get some chicken right. kind of thing. And meanwhile, the thing is, like, the lights have changed. So I'm stuck now, you know, talking to this fucking guy at the lights. <sighs> anyway, the conversation goes back and forth. And I'm, and eventually, I'm like, fuck it. I let, look, let, I'm okay. I fucking dash across the road and I, I get out of there. But it was like this kind of stressful homeless interaction that, that started a chain of homeless interactions that I had for some fucking reason <laughs> over the course of San Francisco. There were the a bunch line. of them. A bunch of weird fucking interactions. So that was the first one and I told everyone about it and they were like, that's weird. Nothing ever happens to me like that. Yeah, well, most people, people stick to the rules though. Don't make eye contact. Walk by, mumble a little bit if you have to and, and just get on with it because you don't want to get cornered by somebody who's going to try to convince you to go buy buy him chicken and stuff like that. That sounds dangerous. Like I mean, I, I've, I've asked you to buy me chicken and you said no, and you know me, so why would you? <laughs> no, I didn't feel comfortable then either. I mean, I just don't like buying chicken for people. It was, most of the week was spent pouring with rain, which I felt like was pretty rough. And I, I look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sort of judge these, these homeless people because they have tough fucking, a tough fucking situation, yeah. especially when it's pouring with rain. And I walked past like a couple of people, and one thing I noticed was that I, I saw about three people, three women, homeless women, which is kind of unusual to see, who also had a baby with them, mm, right? right, or a very young child. Yeah, and they were on the street, kind of half begging and half saying, "Oh, have you got any? Can you can you spare some?" some food for my baby or food for my dog in a couple of cases. And I was like, I was just blown away by the amount of um, kind of sort of hopelessness that they, they had or kind of mental illness that was attached to them. Yeah. There was this moment where uh, I was in an Uber driving back from where Hat Films was staying about, I don't know, about nine o'clock at night or 10 o'clock at night. And it was pouring with rain and the car stopped at this junction and it was not, not wasn't too busy on the road. And I looked to my right and there was like a homeless people, uh, homeless people. There was a homeless woman on the side of the road standing there, like the fucking movie The Ring. Right. Okay. Like, like where the wet woman comes out of the car. And she was walking across the road towards the car, right? And I'd, I obviously like fucking looked out the window and, um, and she like fucking just slowly walked all the way up to the car window and put her fucking hand on the window of the passenger side, like the fucking most terrifying apparition of a zombie you've ever fucking oh seen. God, and then the car fucking, the, the Uber driver drove off and he was like, ah, drunk people in San Francisco, right? And I'm like, well, what the fuck just happened? Do you know what I mean? Like, it was terrifying. What the and, hell? You know, Why are you such a magnet for this weird stuff to happen? That was, what are you, I know. Who, are, who are does are that happen to? Are you making eye contact? Like what? I you was trying be, not to. You but, have to be like, doing you know, something I'm like wrong. Nervously looking, like as she approaches. I was fucking. It was like a. It was like a horror movie. Anyway, that's it's something such a, that it's, it's such a. It's, right? it's so sad. The whole thing, though, isn't it? Like with, with when you see a homeless person, it, it you feel. I don't know about you guys, but I always feel like really. 
I always feel really helpless because on the one hand, you feel like, yeah, you know, I should, I, I should do something. I should, I should help in some way or I should be compassionate or whatever. But on the other hand, it's totally wrong for that responsibility to be put on one person, especially when you like consider like the, the scope of the issues that that person must have to, to wind up sort of homeless on the yeah. streets begging you know like i'm not i'm not a, a qualified therapist i can't help this person in in any meaningful way other than just like parting with some money or whatever i don't know if that's actually really helping them or if it's just making the problem worse it, it, somehow in the end or or whatever exactly i mean it, I, it's I don't know a, either it's like a, it, but it's it, it's such a it, it's such a like frontline breakdown of society isn't it when you see like I, I a lot of homeless this. people and all of their problems and the fact that their problems cannot be dealt with for whatever reason i think you know, my, favorite, my favorite part of this is that lewis was spoken to by a man and a woman touched the car he was in and he says it's like a horror movie yeah, <laughs> it was like a zombie apocalypse because it was pouring down, and she was like toucher. in a fucking. I don't think she was in a nightdress particularly. Do you know what I mean? But do you know what I mean? It was like kind of she was like a shambling apparition <laughs> in the in the dark. It was terrifying. P flax, honest. Well, it wasn't terrifying. I was uh, I was fine with it. I was a little bit unnerved. So I was a bit weird. It was like a horror but, movie. He asked me to buy him chicken. Calm down, sir. This person wanted Just a give social us the interaction with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was almost both interactions of those two interactions. And here's the third interaction. I'll tell you that as well. Okay. I and couldn't they're even all, emote. <laughs> they're horrible. all weird because of the, just the, the, the difference. Like the, the fact that the, the, because of the anachronisms, right? It's because that homeless guy was wearing a full set of brand new clothes, right? That were clearly brand new, right? And then this woman was was so soaking wet and didn't even seem to notice that it was pouring with rain and just did something that was so unusual. So, you know, stepping off the pavement or just walking into the middle of the road. Like, it was so different to what I'm used to that that's why it's like, that's why it's kind of weird and anachronistic. And, and here's the third example, right? I'm walking down the street um, and obviously I'm kind of aware that there's homeless people around because there are. Like, I'm walking back from the convention and first thing I notice is like, there's just a fucking homeless guy literally with his head in a bin, picking up stuff out of the bin and chucking it out onto the pavement behind him, right? In the middle of a, like a park, like a really nice trendy park in the middle of San Francisco too. So all he's doing is he's going through this bin, chucking the stuff on the floor, Ugh. right? And then walk past that. And then there's, there's, there's like other, other sort of homeless people around and like mostly there's a couple of guys in wheelchairs, right? Um, but they're like, obviously like not, they're not begging. They're just sort of hanging out together because, you know, you don't have, there's like, there's like five guys, a couple of them in wheelchairs, all just homeless clearly, but like, I don't know, trading weed or whatever. They're just hanging out. Um, then I walk past those and there's like this most, the most hipstery coffee shop in the world. And this, this incredibly like beautiful tanned blonde woman comes out of the coffee shop with like pouty lips and starts taking selfies of herself outside the coffee shop, right? Of her being at the coffee shop. And she's like taking a selfie and then looking at it on a phone and, and taking another one. They're looking at her phone and taking another one. And she's going, and in this whole process where she's making a pose, she's like leaning forward, pouting, tilting her head, taking a pose, having a picture, brushing her hair back, going through this whole rigmarole of like trying to make the perfect Instagram picture, right? with these homeless men in the background kind of just like just slightly out of camera shot. so she's trying to get those out of the camera shot but also get her and the sunshine and whatever and while this is all happening and i'm like amused by this sort of thing i i i hear like the rumbling of a skateboard behind me okay and turn to see a fucking what is what is the dirtiest looking homeless guy i've ever seen on a fucking skateboard <laughs> pelting down the street Jesus and he yells Christ. at me and I quote, I'm going to eat your rotting corpse, motherfucker. 
That's what he yelled at me as I as I looked at him as he skateboarded fucking past me down the street. He yelled it at the top of his voice. You made eye contact, didn't you? That's got to be the reason why he I mean, yelled that at you. I turned for a second to see the, the homeless guy on a skateboard. I mean, this all happened quite quickly, PFLAX. And, you know, it wasn't like a long fucking pro- I think process. The, the problem is you must give off a vibe. Like you have a magnetism... <sighs> But rather than attracting yeah. ferrous metal, were you metal, wearing a turtleneck at the time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might I was just, enough. I was just wearing my usual fucking my red jacket, you know, waterproof jacket. I just looked like a normal guy. I wasn't even like trendily dressed. I wasn't even like dressed up or anything. Oh. You know, it was just, it was just like a kind of just just looking like a fucking guy. And 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 man, like I don't know. I looked into this a lot, right? And I took I looked it up and there's a lot of misconceptions with this. Like because I originally heard this story told to me by a guy that that what they would do is they'd get buses in places that and, and bus up all the homeless people and bus them out to San Francisco because San Francisco has the best facilities or the best weather or the best whatever. Like there's always these kind of like like that kind of stories that are bandied about about why it's a problem and, and how it's not their problem or or that San Francisco in fact is the best place for them to stay because but then, and then there's always the other side of the argument that they're all veterans and then it's the other thing about them all being mentally ill, but there being no way for them to get treatment. And certainly it felt like it felt like they were were a different, a, a, a certainly a higher level of mentally ill than I'm. That I was used to. You know, I mean, they in, were in not the UK, just... if you have a mental illness problem, you can go to the NHS, homeless or not. But in America, if you don't have money, you're just going to have to be crazy for the rest of your life. Because yeah, think, once the crazy sets the... in, how are you going to make enough money? It's like a vicious cycle. I think, in and they, then it leads to these problems. I think they closed a lot of like the sort of state-run mental facilities in the '80s. Oh, during, yeah. during they the were, they were terrible as well. I remember those hospitals. My mum was like, "Yeah, there's." You're yeah, sick, there's like but we're not taking you to so-and-so hospital. Yeah. Like, it's just... Shock treatment and stuff like that. <laughs> the 1880s, that was when I'm talking about, obviously. Oh, right. I was uh, <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> bring, back, bring back the... Um, <laughs> hydrotherapy! The one where they hold you under water <laughs> shock you. We're going to have to fire these eels up your ass, Mr. Forsyth. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, they're really slippery. The other thing, I guess, is that is that... It, it, it's it's more of a con- it's more of a concentration problem. I think San Francisco is a small concentrated city, and you know it's all on these hills. But the, the center area is relatively small. I don't I don't think San Francisco has more homeless people than any other big city per population. But I think that they're more concentrated, and certainly around the areas that I was going, which was the very center. Um, walking around the convention centre, but as a result of walking around the convention centre and basically doing laps of the convention centre, I was walking around the ferry centre, and as a result, I saw a lot of homeless people and had a lot of kind think, of interactions um, with I them. I think as a some result. some cities are probably different to others in in the sense that I'm pretty sure in, in some cities, um, police officers, especially who are just like on patrol, will move them along, like just sort of like push them along, get them out of like the the sort of like densely populated. Um, areas where there's like a lot of people walking around and stuff like that like I, it doesn't yeah. happen everywhere but it, it certainly does happen like in I mean it, in it's not cities. like these people are really dangerous it's or, not they're or not in any way do you want to hear like, some numbers yeah yeah okay so in 2017 there were 7,499 homeless people in San Francisco right so is that more or less than when we last went because it when felt you went like in 2015 there were 7,539 people so it's not that much more it really. hasn't changed much no. It, it's gone up since 2011. It's gone up by about a thousand. No. So, well, exactly. I mean, so so. Thirty nine percent of them claim mental health issues, 
Forty-one percent have well, that seems like a large problems. percentage. Uh, I over I feel half like... of them, fifty-five percent, have been homeless for a decade or more. So, crazy, if you didn't have mental health problems before you were homeless, you sure as hell got them now. I'd say. Well, here's the thing about San Francisco, right, and America in general. Like, I remember going with Simon and there being this kind of, I guess they, it's almost like the, the homeless are kind of the part of the background noise of this place, right? Because there was this guy called the world famous Bushman. Do you remember him? <laughs> no. And so it was this guy who basically on the, on the, on the sort of the pier front, the front area of San Francisco on the nice sort of tourist area, he used to get like a frond of, of bush and hide there <laughs> on the sidewalk. Right. And then right. when someone walked by, he would, push the frond aside, jump out and go blah, 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 and spook the fuck out of them because he was this terrifying guy in a combat jacket. Like He looked like a, a sort of a Rastafarian kind of... He's been of, active like, since 1980, a, apparently. Quite, quite, quite wow. Apparently, he's still still going. He's still alive. But I think he had like a partner and the idea is... is or, or like a posse. And certainly when we were there, you know, um, he spooked the fuck out of Simon and um, and his partner was like, ha, 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 he got you good, son. You're going to have to give him something for that. And so Simon, you know, was like, like, oh, just take all my money, you know. He oh, was like God. Just kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, like just jumped out of his skin and, and kind of was like, oh, yeah, you know, here's 10 bucks or whatever. And I think that that's their kind of shtick. But going down San Francisco, I was on my toes, right? I was on my toes for the Bushman leaping out. Or some sort of, I don't know, some sort of other homeless fucking trick. You were ready. I don't know. I was ready and I felt constantly on edge. Like I've never felt before in any other city, really. Like, I mean, LA, we don't walk around too much. But when you do, it is a bit dodge, um, you know, especially down some of the areas. And 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 America in general. But but not in London, you have to be, have your toes, uh, be on your toes a little bit as well. Um, in any big city you do, but... Never have I felt more like kind of not under entirely relaxed. Well, the, bu- yeah. the Bushman claims to make about sixty grand a year in a good year. So, could you really call him homeless? Would be the question. Well, exactly. It, it feels like he's more of a street entertainer. Yeah, I think that's what he is. Yeah, but he's he's know, been doing that... it for uh, what thirty eight years now. The Bushman. Jesus. I assume he doesn't do it to people with heart conditions. How does he know? But... Does he go, "Hey, you got a heart condition? No." <laughs> <laughs> you are now entering wild Bushman territory. If you're pregnant, <laughs> or if you suffer from heart conditions, if you're in the front row, the you will get wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, let me tell you guys. Let me tell you guys about one of the worst experiences of my life that I had. Go on. This is not as bad as the homeless thing, but I wanted to kill myself. Okay, so okay. this was last weekend. I'd come oh, back, wow. I know. A I'd come back recent. from Sweden. Holy it was recent. I'm, the scars are still fresh. I, I'd come back from Sweden. I was ready to stream, just relax, and all the rest of it. Mrs. F says, don't forget, I booked us tickets to go to the ballet. I was like, what do you mean, don't forget? You never told me this. She was like, yeah, yeah, I emailed you. So while I was away and busy working, she'd messaged me some shit about how she'd booked some fucking morning at some ballet thing up in London. Right. So I hate the ballet. Right, I hate it. I cannot stand anything about it. Every aspect it of the ballet, I despise. Like it is the opposite yeah. of entertainment. Do you have to, to me. dress up when you go? No, this Did, was the kids' ballet. Do you have to wear a ballet. suit or anything? This was oh, this was kids. the Swan Lake. Do you have to wear one kids. of those poofy dresses in the pointy shoes and just <laughs> apparently pirouette I mean, your way there. No one else was, but I'd, I'd been I led to, to believe. The <laughs> so I, I, we go to this theatre. It's packed, and I was like, uh, I'll have an aisle seat. I'll just nod off. No problem. Mrs. F has booked us front row center. Right, so there's no escape. The performers are looking right at me. And I said to her, 
So this is going to be like like half an hour, 40 minutes? She goes, oh, no, it's an hour and a half. I was like, you've got to oh, be fucking kidding me. Like, Do you get an intermission? There was an intermission, but that just made it worse uh, because it's like, a, it's like a break. You know more of it's coming, but you can't leave. It was so bad. It was the oh, worst fucking fuck thing. Me. And she was like crying at the end and the kids were loving it. And people around me were loving it. And I was, I mean, not only did I feel excluded because I hated every second of it. And apparently everybody else had a whale of a time. I hated it because I'd been lied to about how long Daddy, it was going to be. Daddy, can we come tomorrow yeah, they, as well? The kids now want to go to the ballet. I was like, if you ever invite me to this shit again without asking me first, I- I'm leaving you. That's it. I hated but it that fucking much. For, for these situations, <laughs> this is where ultimatum. I think, I think oh. Google Glass is, a, is the answer. Because then you something. can just... You could just sit there and watch TV oh. on your on your glasses it and nobody. So it was oh, no. so bad. That sounds fucking fantastic. I would love that. Oh. Google Glass. It sounds like the perfect time that to use it. it. Lectures. Yeah. yeah. And like sitting on the bus and the, at the ballet. Yeah. Watch something opera. super fucking exciting, and then all of the performers think that you're really excited to watch <laughs> them, but actually you're just watching something actually interesting on your Google Glasses. You're like, yes. He- but play that Firelands portal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. Oh, that sounds that sounds terrible. Flex. It was horrible. It was really. Flex. I feels like such a selfish prick for saying that, but it really did fucking suck, and I really did hate every fucking second. Life of it. is too short, though. You shouldn't have to sit through stuff. That this you is don't partly like. what the fucking Trifles podcast is about, right? It's about you just telling your true feelings about shit that you know you should probably feel slightly differently about. You're right. Yeah. Because those homeless people are having a fucking tough time, but at the same time. It was a bit tough. Yeah, let's let's cover what we've what we've discussed today. Homeless people. Yeah. Uh, going to the ballet guys. with your family. These are all I things. had a tough time. <laughs> they they thought they had it bad. Let me tell you something. An hour and a half of ballet. I I wish I was homeless. Kids, I wish. Exactly. So hang on, was it kids was it kids ballet? Was it kids doing the ballet? No, I would eat out of bins for a year instead of <laughs> going go to the ballet. Well, yeah, thankfully all it right. wasn't a bunch of kids fucking it up. Like they, it was professional dancers, but and they were all so skinny. Like I like I like a woman with a bit of meat on her, you know? And they, they were all just these skinny bitches doing their stupid hippity hop. There's like four moves in ballet. There's like the one where they go up thing? and down a bit on one foot, then there's the one where they sort of glide a little bit, <laughs> flapping their arms, they spin around occasionally, and then there's one where they jump a little bit. And they just did that. And I was like, how the fuck, like, without the narration, how the fuck are you meant to know what the fuck is going on? It's ridiculous. Exactly. Well, anyway, that is all we got time for on Trifles today. Thank you for listening. We will be back next week. Yes. Uh, hopefully. Oh, no, we won't. Um, I'm away next week, guys. I am I'm also away. away next week. Yeah. Oh, well, Where well. are you going, Flax? You going anywhere fun? Cornwall. Oh, man. That sounds great. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> oh, we'll see if we God. get a quick podcast in at some point. Yeah. Who no promises though. Thanks everyone. It's good to, to catch up with peace you. Peace out, y'all. Um, good chat. Peace, to you, everyone. Lads. See you next Goodbye. time. Bye. Goodbye.